Welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Linestar. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman on this Cinco de Mayo, yes. Thirsty Thursday as well. So a nice day to be celebrating that with a nice margarita. I know. We need some here. We need to take some tequila <laughs> shots or something. wonder if that's in the budget for us today. Let's, let's but you know who does need a margarita? Dan Bellino, the MLB umpire who ejected Madison Bumgarner yesterday for seemingly no logical reason. And if you take a look at this photo of him just staring down Mad Bum as he's checking. Now, okay, Mad Bum was arguing a little bit balls and strikes, but that was with the home plate umpire. Mm -hmm. And Bellino's actually the first base umpire. So he's checking his hand to see if it had any foreign substances. And it just got... Pretty awkward. Probably the most awkward thing I've seen since last season of The Bachelor. Wait, the scene, the thing that's so crazy to me is it looks like Bumgarner says like four words. Yes. And then he's just thrown out. What, what <laughs> were there's four words? I'm sure, sure there was at least one of the words was an expletive. So we're it, just looking for the other three. Maybe it was four four letter words. <laughs> Could have been. You know? Could have been. <laughs> Someone looks at you that long like that. It's. It was a he was little just intense. celebrating May the 4th be with you with four-letter words. Good point. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. Anyways, yeah. caused quite the scene on Twitter, and of yes. course, everyone is just having a fun time with it. Well, except for Mad Bum, who got ejected after just one inning. I definitely wasn't either, because However, did... oh, I had know. him yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, on the early slate, You were pretty not much happy really. with Bellino either. Nope. Nope. It wasn't, wasn't uh, one of my fans. <laughs> All right. Well... How about some new guys today to kind of rejuvenate you? Let's and do it. We'll have some other guys. Hopefully they don't get ejected after the first inning. So let's take a look at our chalk report with our highest zone players mm -hmm. for today. The first guy we're going to look at is Aaron Nola, the Phillies righty. He's going up against the Mets today and about 43% owned. Now, the story with him is he struggled the first couple games of the season, had a lot of trouble locating the ball. Since then, though, the former LSU mm -hmm. Tiger returned to his 2019-2020 form, mm -hmm. and he's top 10 in the league in strikeouts. He's had nine in each of the last two starts. What do you see from him today against the Mets in this pretty big NLE battle? Yeah, the other thing is his K rate is actually up from last year. He's at 31% this year versus 30% last year. His ERA and FIP are both just under four. StatCast data looks good. The one thing, though, is the Mets have got to him in the past, and they are second in WRC plus versus righties. Mm -hmm. um, and 29th in K rate. They only strike out 18% of the time. However, the BVP data, okay. 185 at-bats or plate attempts versus NOLA. Mets are hitting 297 versus him. Okay. Have six home runs, but are striking out 27% of the time. So given all of that information, mm -hmm. are you going with Nolan knowing that he could rack up a lot of strikeouts? And I think he will rack up a lot of strikeouts. So there should be a little bit of a floor, even mm -hmm. if he does get hit. I did look back through all of his uh, kind of matchups with the Mets because it is interdivisional. There's been a lot of them. Yeah. And he's always done decent. You know, even in his games, he's got blown up. He's still getting you to the teens as far as fantasy points. So he's probably fairly safe. He's not that expensive. So I kind of get the... Uh, get the appeal there. Get the appeal, yeah. 
All right, so now let's go to another pretty good pitcher, Robbie Ray, Mariners lefty, going up against the Rays today. He's got a 4-1-5 ERA this year. The Mariners are on a three-game losing skid, whereas the Rays, they've won three in a row. And the Rays are top 10 in almost all hitting categories. They don't strike out much against lefties. So my question is, will we see Robbie Ray kind of return to that Cy Young form, or are what are we in for with him? Yeah, you know, he's definitely not in Cy Young form. Uh, he's also not priced like it. There are a few things that have me a little worried about him. He's walking batters again, 3.6 mm -hmm. per nine. For his career, he's always been a guy where everybody knows he has really good stuff, mm -hmm. but he's had command issues. So if that's coming back, you know, he could be in for a little bit of a rocky year. So that does worry me. Also, his FIP and his ERA are both right around 4.15. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that worries me. It's a big step up from last year. His K rate this year is down 8%. So he's at 21% this year. It was 29% last year. So not even getting you those strikeouts that it's, you exactly. really need for Yeah, from a he's not getting you the strikeouts that we came accustomed to mm -hmm. last year. And meanwhile, Tampa Bay is seventh in WRC plus, fifth in average versus lefties, and only striking out 20% of the time. So are you surprised to see him so highly owned today? Uh the, the thing is, I would say probably most people are looking at him as last year, and it's mm -hmm. just early struggles, which it very well could be. Sure. Uh, for me personally, at that ownership, I might be a wait-and-see approach. Sure. Maybe not play him today, but, you know. Yeah, it's true. You know, a lot of these pitchers are kind of just getting back to their old form. They mm -hmm. had a shortened spring, so yep. it's going to take them a few games whether he's a guy that falls into that category kind of remains to be seen. Absolutely. All right. So those are two high-owned guys. Mm -hmm. Now we'll take a look at some low-end pitchers for you. We're going to first take a look at Cardinals righty Miles Michaelis versus the Giants. The Lizard King, mm -hmm. 152 ERA. That's sixth best in baseball. Last time out, two earned runs of four hits, although two of those were bombs. Uh, seven strikeouts and seven and a third. Although it was against the Diamondbacks, but he seems pretty solid to go with today. Yeah, I mean, he's been a good pitcher in the past, but this year it seems like he's kind of figured out his strikeout stuff a little bit more. And he's striking out 22% this season, which is up a few percent from uh, years prior. His FIP is 2.93. He's great in that aspect. The one thing, though, is that one, this is going to be his toughest test. The Giants' offense is top 10 in most advanced stats. However, they are at least striking out 23% of the time. Um, and they haven't been that hot lately. They're mm -hmm. only averaging four runs the last uh, week or so. So kind of a positive matchup for, for the Lizard King. I just love that nickname. Awesome. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> All right, let's take a look now at... Marlins lefty Jesus Lazardo, 15% owned. He's going up against the Padres mm -hmm. today. 3-1-0 ERA. Hasn't allowed more than one run in three of four starts this season. What are you seeing from him today? I, I might pick on the Padres a lot today, and I don't like it at all. Uh, Padres have been hot lately. They've been hitting very well, but... It's been a bet against Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. 
Cleveland is a decent team, but Cincinnati and Pittsburgh definitely aren't. Uh, they've also been good against lefties, top 10 in most advanced stats, but Lizardo has always been a big-time prospect, mm -hmm. and it seems like he's figuring it out. Sure. He has a 2.3 FIP so far this year, 3.1 ERA, and he has a 34% K rate. K rate. And uh, Padres strike out 23% of the time. So with his price, I see there being some good upside there. Okay. Pretty much all the matchups today, it's against teams that do hit well. Like there's not, you know, many really right. cake no, matchups. Yeah. Um, let's take a look now at Ray's lefty. First of all, I'm also shocked that you're picking against your team, but like we've said on this show before, I am, I am you got to set the emotion aside. You know, I, I, I was looking at, uh, Logan Webb here a lot too, but the one thing that kind of took me from there was St. Louis's K rate is really low and Webb so far this season is only striking out 15%, whereas last year he's at 25%. Yeah, he's, you know, the ace, right, of that mm -hmm. team. And I was reading a little bit about him and how he just, like, hasn't been able to find it this year. Although his bad is still a lot of pitchers. Oh, great. So, oh, or he, good he's or great. spectacular. So he's awesome. Yeah, and um, he's great at limiting yes, runs. But this year just hasn't really found it, although he's been getting out of jams. Mm -hmm. And um, the pitching staff thinks there's a mechanical thing going on that they can really easily fix. So I'm looking forward to seeing just what he does today, just in general as a fan. Yeah. And I guess we'll see if down the line we'll be using him in our fantasy lineups. Absolutely. Now let's take a look at the Rays lefty Shane McClanahan versus the Mariners today. He's second in the league in strikeouts, three ERA, 11 strikeouts in his last start against the Twins. He struck out seven or more in each of his starts mm -hmm. this season. What do you see from his matchup today besides hopefully a lot of strikeouts for people that have taken him in their lineup? Yeah, so one thing I would like to say is that he's kind of going to be high-owned for mm -hmm. this section, but I needed to bring him up. He's going to be like 30% owned. He's the second or third highest-owned pitcher on FanDuel, too. Um but I got to bring him up because he's a great pivot off the NOLA or sure. Ray. He has a 2.89 FIP this year. He actually has a 39% K rate this year, which is just crazy. Seattle's yeah. a, top, a good matchup. Again, top 10 versus lefties. But the combined K rate is really like the highest on the slate at 30%. So I'm more inclined to go to McCallahan than I would um, Ray, who I yeah. talked about that I'm not too crazy about today. One thing I was reading about um, McClanahan was his decreased fastball usage, and I think this leads to kind of a larger conversation in mm. general. I also read that across MLB, fastball usage is at an all-time low, down 8% from last season. So he's using his curveball a little bit more, but that's kind of a trend we've been seeing across Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much that has played into overall, you know, the offense is down a little bit this year. But just thought that was kind of interesting to note, especially if you're, you know, looking at yeah. people to play or not play and guys that have kind of tinkered with their arsenal of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think our guys, you, as far as if you're picking hitters, I wouldn't want to necessarily pick against a guy like that. Yeah. Just saying. Let's talk about some people we might end up stacking, though. Yes. High owned stacks for today. Minnesota Twins going up against the Orioles righty Spencer Watkins, who's got a 2.55 ERA. What do you see from the Twins matchup for today that intrigues you or 
do you think you want to fade people on this? Uh, now, the thing with Watkins is we don't really know who yeah. he is. This is a second year in the league. I think he's only pitched like 16 games total. Sure. Uh, last year, he was allowing 2.3 home runs per nine. This season, it's down to one home run per nine. Um, he has a great ERA, but mm-hmm. his FIP is almost five. So, you know, opposed to last year where through 20 starts or over his last 20 starts, his FIP was like 6.12, which he doesn't fully fit that 20 start metric, but uh, he's getting close. But anyways, what I'm getting to is we don't know totally who he is. Sure. I will absolutely have a little bit of Minnesota, but I'm probably not going to go crazy with it. All right. So what about the Phillies going up against Mets righty Taiwan mm-hmm. Walker has yet to give up a run this season, but he has been very limited in his action. I believe he's dealing with shoulder, something shoulder injury or irritation. Mm-hmm. So I imagine he'll probably be on a short leash. Is Does that at all, I guess, factor into why people are kind of taking Phillies? Although Phillies bats are always pretty solid. Probably. And last year, he just wasn't that great. He had a mm-hmm. 5.65 ERA over the last 20 starts. He's maxed out, like you said, at only 73 pitches. Philadelphia's top 10 in slugging and ISO. And then the BVP data. In 120 plate attempts, Phillies have hit 10 home runs off of him. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're, hitting, they're only hitting 239 average, but also have a 292 ISO. So, But they're hitting him hard. The sure. ball's going out of the park. I think we all want, want more of that. So potentially one of us should pick a Philly for our uh, home run call today is what you're saying. Yes. All right. We'll get to that, though. Um, in just a bit. First, we got to get to our low-owned stacks yes. for today. And maybe some value plays here. Mm-hmm. We're going Miami Marlins going up against Padres righty Nick Martinez, who has a 412 ERA, opponent average 288, giving up 1.044 OPS to right-handed bats. This bodes well for the Marlins. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're not a little bit more owned then. I, I am too, but we see this a lot on the later games where they just don't get the ownership as the early games. I see. Maybe it's an East Coast biased for East Coasters that mm-hmm. are playing, but it, it happens. Again, this is in San Diego, and I'm picking on the Padres. All right. I'm surprised you didn't Going try and jag you know me what? a little bit. I'm very nice. I'm, trolling, I'm a nice co-host. I'm trolling myself I'm not gonna give you, today. I'm not going to give you the Bellino stare down. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, so anyways, we've seen that J- Japan did not fix Nick Martinez. No. He seems to be pretty much the same pitcher. His 6.55 FIP this season is higher than his career MLB average, which is 5.42. He's allowing 2.3 home runs per nine. Walking five and a half batters per nine, he's simply been bad. Yeah. 39% hard contact rate. Meanwhile, you talked about the righties numbers, and Miami is fourth in WRC plus versus righties. Yeah, the Marlins are kind of a hot team right now. And they are. They're not to be trifled with. I Yeah, I hate it, but, <laughs> you know, I think they're in they're for a, a win team. today. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the Orioles going up against Twins. Chris Archer, two nine three ERA for him. He hasn't gone past four innings, and he's given up a home run in mm-hmm. each of his last three starts. I mean, the Orioles 
not the best offensively. What are you looking at in this particular matchup? Well, it was a leverage stack of mine that worked out yesterday. Yes. They uh, they sure did get to good old uh, Bundy. But uh, so they hit really well yesterday. Hitting's contagious. Archer hasn't been great. He's a 5.5 FIP. He's allowing 1.8 home runs per nine, 5.3 walks per nine. So kind of similar numbers to Martinez. However, this game is in Baltimore, so I don't expect that many home runs. Okay. With the fences moved back, we've seen that they're way below the average mm-hmm. in home runs. So that's the one uh, minus about it. And the other thing is Archer hasn't gone very far into games. Sure. And Minnesota bullpens below average. All right. Good play there. Mm-hmm. Next up is Mets versus Phillies. And you're going against Aaron Nola. All I have written down in my notes for this is a question mark because I was very curious about (laughs) (laughs) how you were the logic behind this particular play. Like yesterday with Baltimore, this is a leverage stack. It's risky. I don't think I would go like full on five man with it. However, you could because this situation is, you know, pretty volatile where it's probably maybe a little feast or famine. But... The Mets have five guys with over a 387 Woba. Uh, Alonzo has hit a home run off Nola, 11.8% plate attempts. So it's risky, but it could work out. Kind of a crazy, crazy one, but I might sprinkle it in a little crazy bit. Crazy like a fox. Crazy like a fox. You got to have those moves once in a while. You do. And now it is time to get crazy. It's yes. our home run calls for today. Now, with everything we've already said, where are you going with your home run call for today? Right after I talked about the Mets leverage stack, I'm going against them with Phillies Kyle Schwarbaum. Schwarber, in 11 plate attempts, has four home runs versus Walker. He also has three home runs and is slugging 875 over the last seven days. He's hot and... Walker gives up hard contact, so I'm I'm going there. There you go. All right, I'm going Jorge Soler. He's plus 325 to hit a home run today. I think he gets it. He's generally better against right-handed pitching, and yeah, I know his numbers are kind of overall abysmal right now, but we know this is a guy who's got some pop, and against Nick Martinez, I think we see a Soler shot, and I'm calling it. It's going to happen. It might. (laughs) All right. Now it is time for our prop bets for today. Mm -hmm. And where are you headed with your prop bet? We doing another pitcher? Another pitcher strikeout prop? We're going Aaron Nola over 5.5 Ks minus 145. Now that number minus 145, not quite the value I like. However, Mm -hmm. I think 5.5 is way too low in the last 13 games that Nola started versus the Mets, he's hit this 11 times. One of those times was the second start of this season where he is limited to 76 pitches, and he had five strikeouts that day. Hammer the over. So with that, the BVP data shows he has a 27% strikeout rate versus the Mets. Let's do it. We're going over. Can't go wrong with the math there. Nope. All right. For my prop, I am going Jazz Chisholm over one and a half bases. Not only do I like this because the last time I did a Jazz Chisholm prop, he hit it. Triple. Yeah, he dropped the triple and (laughs) uh, cashed our prop. 
He's hit that mark in about 60% of his games this year. And this is a lefty bat who absolutely crushes righties. And I see that trend continuing today against Martinez. He has a 356 average against righties, 729 slugging. And the righty Martinez has a 288 opponent batting average this year. I think he hits that mark fairly easily today against your Padres. I might have to go bet that right now. Yeah, got to go get it. (laughs) Also, another thing I do want to note for this one is he's also a stolen base threat. And he has all of five of his stolen bases this year have come against right-handed pitching. So that could be a fun little you know, thing to sprinkle in there. It's plus 280 right now, so might be a little fun prop to take advantage of, but I am going Jazz Chisholm for sure over one and a half bases. Good nice. good play there. Sorry to I pick like on it. your Padres a little bit today, but... Well, you know, I almost... It's, it's nothing personal. It's just what the stats are telling me. I almost had a Nick Martinez under 15.5 outs prop. Wow. Is what I, I almost went with that. Yes, but. that's cold-hearted. And I just you know, don't like him today. Like we say, you got to take hot. the emotions out of it. You got to go with it. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for today. If you want more stats and analytics, be sure to check out our website, uh, linestarapp.com. Follow us on Twitter. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit like and subscribe and comment below if you want some jokes from me or want to give him a hard time <laughs> about like his Padres. Go ahead and comment below. Have a nice Cinco de Mayo, drink a margarita, cheers to Bellino getting his act together, you know, as an umpire. (laughs) Pour one out for Mad Bump. Like, (laughs) have a great Cinco de Mayo, basically. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one, guys.